Welcome into the Daily Wolves podcast. I am one of your hosts, Trip. Follow me on Twitter at NotDWolfson. Joined as always by Evan at the Daily Wolves. We have a very special guest, the real at DWolfson KSTP, Scoop Master, the Scoop Podcast, Score North Fame, KSTP. Doogie, how you doing? I'm doing okay, Trip. Fascinating day. I'm in the belly of the beast, the twins dugout, and I'm like in the middle of the group grope. I'm talking with their new bullpen coach. I'm talking with their new p- pitching coach. I'm talking with their president of operations, Derek Falvey. It was one by one. It was like a car wash. And all the while, my phone is blowing up. And I'm like, crap, like I'm stuck in this, in this <laughs> mass of people. Like I can't. It's too rude. I'm three feet from Falvey. I, like, I can't look at my phone. You know, but then I heard somebody whisper, go bear to the wolves. I'm like, whoa. And then sure enough, I checked my text messages. By that time, Woj and others had all the all the intel but yeah i mean i was i was floored i knew there was genuine interest trip like i knew right i tried to tweet that as early as as weeks ago but even as recently as this morning but like i'll be frank i i didn't think it would get to the finish line i really did not see a scenario where rudy gobert would actually wear a timberwolves uniform so not a whole lot shocks me doing this now 25 years in this marketplace i've seen a lot of weird crap trust me a lot of surprising stuff so i'm not overly surprised by a lot but I was overly surprised by the by the move getting to the to the finish line today. Yeah, and I'll kick it over to Evan after this one. But I mean, you've you're you're the master of kind of the soft nugget drop. Like it, it doesn't always get aggregated because of the way you say it. But I certainly picked up on on the fact that Gobert interest was real weeks ago from you on on the podcast and and with with Phil. But guess and, what? The interest trip in Dejounte Murray was real. You know, for a stretch last night, the interest in DeAndre Ayton was real. Heck, they had legit free agent interest in Chris Boucher, right? Like, so I hear a lot of stuff. Yeah. But, like, then I try to, you know, just put everything in my mind and mash it all around. And I'm like, okay, like, is this really realistic? Should I put it out? Should I not put it out? I lean towards putting stuff out when it impacts, you know, an athlete that grew up here in town. Like, Tyus Jones, the Wolves had genuine interest. Okay, well, I'll put that out because Tyus is a high schooler here in town. I have a relationship with him going back to eighth or ninth grade. Amir Coffey, right? Restricted free agent. Knew he was always going to end up, in all likelihood, back in L.A. But, like, the Wolves kicked the tire. So, mm-hmm. I wanted to put that out. But, like, the amount of free agents, the amount of teams they reached out to over the last couple of days was so enormous. Like, I literally couldn't list every single one. So, like, when I really boiled it down, I'm like, okay, like, is Rudy Gobert really going to land here? Even if Utah shakes things up, can the Wolves trump an offer that the Raptors make, that the Chicago Bulls make, that maybe some mystery suitor makes? And I'm like, no, like, yeah, I can see Gobert getting traded. I just can't see him getting traded here. So that's why even, you know, two and a half hours later, hey, by the way, Anthony Tolliver reaching out to me. I got to catch up with Anthony. (laughs) He made a Kyle Anderson just texting me as I'm talking with you guys. So how about that for, for uh, a little insighting? So I'll catch up with Tolliver, who I'm sure has really good insight on Rudy Gobert as well. But Trip, I'm just telling you, like, I did not see this getting all the way to, okay, Rudy Gobert is now a member of the Timberwolves. So even two hours and 45 minutes later, as we sit here and check 504 Central on Friday afternoon, like, I'm still floored. I am still blown away that we're talking about Rudy Gobert anchoring the Wolves' defense. Oh, man. I mean, it's just I'm I'm over here listening to you, too, and I'm trying to just come up with words. I'm just shocked as I was messaging you, Doogie. I I can't believe it happened. Um, it's just I told Trip I was 
I was about to get in the shower and um, I, I, I had my like half my hand out of the shower about to get in, sending a final text message to somebody. My notifications are on. All of a sudden the menu pops down. You see Woj drop the bomb, drop my phone, almost slipped in my shower and I couldn't believe it. <laughs> I just could not believe what was going on. I had to check it. I couldn't. I, I was like, is this real? And then uh, the whole thing just drops. I'm still trying to grasp it. I, I think it's a huge day in Minnesota. Um, we gave up quite a lot, I feel like, for, for Gobert. Uh, do you think that, like, were they in the Kevin Durant sweepstakes at all? Because, like, you got to think with that kind of a package, you could have made a run at KD, right? 100%. By the way, Evan, I'm not quite sure we need the visual of you, you know, getting in the shower, potentially almost slipping. Agreed. Back, like, you know, maybe some of the females listening right now, maybe they want that visual, but I'm not quite sure Trip and I. You got to do what you can to get views, Doogie. But thank you for, for painting that that picture. Yeah, I mean, they did. They inquired on, on Kevin Durant, that I can tell you. Now, I do think, even though you would think the Nets have the hammer, right, that they can do whatever they want with Kevin Durant, that Durant is going to be able to control where he lands, like, in large part. And I just, I don't have the sense that Kevin Durant was open-minded, to coming here to Minnesota, but make no mistake. The wolves absolutely inquired. If you're asking me like, okay, you had to give up this package for a superstar, even with Kevin Durant's injury history, even though that he's older than Rudy Gobert, Evan, I would have rather had Kevin Durant than Rudy Gobert, but make no mistake. When you think about the wolves deficiencies from last year, rebounding, you know, rim protection, uh, toughness, like Rudy Gobert checks all those boxes, right? Like, this is their all-in move. Like, they feel like, we can debate this, but they absolutely feel like they are a top-four team in the Western Conference, that they now have the pieces in place to make a deep run into May, maybe even into June come the postseason. Yeah, I think um, as I kind of – you see the names off the board, right? When you kind of – you see how many players going out and picks. Um, Now that I've kind of settled down, so to speak, um, when you really dissect it a bit, um, it's quite remarkable that, that that they were able to land Gobert without without Jaden McDaniels as a part of that. I, if McDaniels was a part of it, I would have been livid. And and I know Doogie, I know you're on record saying you think he could be a part of a top three. Well, certainly now it'd be top four. But to your point, I would have been very upset. But when you kind of look at the package as a whole and you kind of ignore, okay, it's one guy for a thousand picks and a thousand players. When you look piece by piece, I mean. What do you think of the package? Well, they wanted Jaden McDaniels trip. So let's just get that out in the open right now. I opined that when I joined my buddies on score North about a half hour ago in between then. And now I can tell you 100% the Utah jazz tried to pry Jaden McDaniels out of here. So while you may be upset with all these first round picks heading Utah's way, realize that they had to give up a couple extra picks because they wanted to dearly hold on to Jaden McDaniels. And yeah, while pecking order wise, he's now number four, like on the offensive end, he can still be number three. Like Rudy's Mm -hmm. not going to be top three on the offensive end, clearly from a salary standpoint, just an overall impacting winning standpoint. Yes. Jaden McDaniels at best is your number four guy, but like, I still think offensively he can be one of their, one of their top three. Let's go one by one. All right, Jared Vanderbilt, still, what, 22 or 23, still mm-hmm. very young, former McDonald's All-American. There's a lot to like there, but the limitations on the offensive end are real, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I still, think, I still think Jared can be a rotation guy, maybe not a starter, but a rotation guy on a really good team. He can be in your top seven, top eight, play meaningful minutes, okay? 
So it's tough to give up Jared Vanderbilt. Leandro Balmaro, absolute questions on him. Walker Kessler, I think he'll be in the league for a long time. I'm not even sure he'll ever be a starter. That's just my firm opinion. But I think he can be a rotation guy. But, like, I'm not shedding a tear that they moved Walker Kessler. Although I sat down with him on Tuesday. That dude's personality is A+. So, like, I'm going to miss the opportunity to interact with him on a regular basis. But, like, on the court, like, I don't think the Wolves are going to miss Walker Kessler a ton. Pat Beverly, likely gone after next season. Malik Beasley, likely gone after next season. I knew teams, I tweeted this the other day, were doing some background work on Malik Beasley. So I'm not surprised Beasley went. I had mentioned, unless your name was Cat or Ant, there was a chance you were going. So, like, I can't be blown away by any of the five players going out. But, like, I don't think they're going to miss dearly any of the five. But I do like Vanderbilt. To me, the other four, it is what it is, right? Beverly deserves credit for the impact he had on on last year right. Right? and getting the 46 wins and everything he did to help this franchise. But, like, he wore out his welcome in L.A. Maybe he was starting to wear out his welcome here. I've not necessarily heard that. That's me just, you know, thinking out loud. But it's possible one year of Bev was plenty for for some people in the Wolves organization. And I'm telling you, like, okay, they signed him to the one-year extension, but he wasn't going to be back here after next season. It's the yep. picks, right? It's it's three unprotected. It's the one protected. It's, you know, it's it's the pick swap opportunity. I mean, really, at this point, I guess if you're a Wolves fan, embrace that 2024 first-round pick, right? Because it's 23, yep. 25, 27. 26 is the pick swap. I don't have it written here in front of me. And it's what the 28 or 29 first round pick. Right. So yeah, the yeah, Wolves yeah, 29, they 29. Only 2024 first round pick. So I guess, you know, hope that they can, they can, you know, hit on that. Matt Lloyd just came in from Orlando. He's got a big time scouting background. Certainly Tim Connolly has hit on some guys in the 20s. So I guess your hope is you're really good for the next couple of years in 24, you're picking in the twenties and you know, you can get some sort of rotation guy, but, like, to me, it's the picks, right? Like, I'm not entirely convinced. Like, if you put, you know, uh, hopefully you wouldn't do this, but if you put the gun to my head and said, okay, Doogie, would you have done this deal, yes or no? I'm not sure I would have had the balls to do it. I'm really not sure I would have. But, like, I'm not going to rip them for, for going all in. Because so often, going back so many years, you know, just covering all the Minnesota sports teams, we've been yearning, maybe more so the Twins, but we've been yearning, maybe at times the Vikings, but – like, we've been yearning for these franchises to go all in on a move. Finally, right? Now, I guess they went all mm-hmm. in on Jimmy Butler a few years ago, but, you know, it had been a while. You know, so finally we see another, you know, team going all in on, on trying to do something. So, you know, I commend them for having, you know, enormous onions, right? To the, yeah. the after rephrase, I just don't know if I would have had the onions to actually give up all that draft equity. This, you know um... – something you kind of when when the sale of the team happened i don't know if this was on your podcast the scoop podcast hopefully everyone listening actually listens to that incredibly good information a lot of good interviews or if it was with mackie and judd you kind of alluded to this fact that you know oftentimes a new ownership comes in and they really like to to shake shit up and maybe that's not always the best thing um they certainly have done that it's safe to say the quote-unquote uh scout at heart won't be needing to do a ton of scouting no, or, you know, maybe increase your budget in Europe and, you know, you can hit on some some second round, you know, overseas type guys, right? You know, they have some scouting presence in Europe. Maybe they need to increase the budget for, for scouting over over in Europe. But, yeah, I mean, yeah, make no mistake about this trip, you know, with, with Mark and Alex, right? Mark, Laurie, Alex Rodriguez, 
Uh, yeah. I mean, trust me, uh, they're doing cartwheels. Trust me, they're not they're not <laughs> obsessing like I am right now on, on all this draft equity they just gave up. I can promise you, Mark and Alex are, you know, popping champagne right now. Tim Connolly is popping champagne. Like, they are thrilled. You know, Tim Connolly's got a lot of Gerson Rosas in him. I'm not sure Gerson would have done this trade. In fact, I'm positive he would not have done this trade. Right. I just don't think he was a subscriber to, to going big, you know, when the league has been trending more small ball. You know, but Gerson always went big game hunting, right? Well, Tim Connolly went big game hunting in Denver, tried at one point to get LeBron James. Yep. Tim Connolly has has that in him, right? It's not just Gerson. You know, Tim Connolly was going to go big game hunting. I mean, I'm telling you, they were in on DeJounte Murray. In the end, yeah, they weren't willing to pay that price for DeJounte that they think Gobert is way, 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 way more a needle mover than DeJounte Murray. But they were they were heavily involved on DeJounte Murray. So they were going big game hunting. I'm telling you, they had at least one conversation on DeAndre Ayton. You know, obviously it didn't come to fruition. It's not going to come to fruition, you know, but but they certainly, you know, at least kicked the tires however you want to term it on DeAndre Ayton. You know, and we can debate too, like, would you rather have Ayton or Gobert, right? I mean, I think that's, that's, that's a good debate. Another debate you can have, somebody asked me, is this the biggest trade in Wolves history? I still fall back on, on KG. Right now, Danny Ainge, by the way, Danny Ainge made the trade for KG you know, all those years ago. Now, Danny Ainge is running Utah. So Danny Ainge fingerprints on maybe the two biggest trades in Wolves history. We certainly have the Butler trade. We have the D'Angelo Russell trade. We have the Steph Marbury trades, right? So, I mean, there's a lot of trades that are that are big trades in, in Wolves history. But, like, with the Wolves being the team that goes all in, I had some people try to make the case with me that they would actually rank today, not heat of the moment, not hyperbole, but, like, really thinking it through, they would rank today number one, KG number two. For me, it's still KG wow. one, Gobert two. But like when the Wolves are the team going all in, you know, it maybe changes your line of thinking. Yes, I would say so. Um, I have one more. I don't know, Evan, if you have one as well. I want to be respectful of your time, Doogie. I appreciate you hopping on. Real quick from me. Um, uh, I'm tra- How do I put this? Um, it's kind of a two-parter. One, I kind of texted you jokingly earlier saying this, but um, the, 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 is there any concern for the D'Lo and the Gobert personality clash in the locker room? <laughs> we both know they're interesting. One. Yes. And two, uh, very curious. I'm sure I'd be, I'd be curious to see how one D'Lo feels about this. And two, good luck finding a better point guard than D'Angelo Russell. You have no money and no draft picks that you can trade for the foreseeable future. So why not try to come to a happy medium and lock this guy up as well? Well, they may, but he wants big, big money, so I'm not quite sure they will they will find a, a meeting point. But, yeah, I mean, at this point, D'Angelo is is going to be here. They were not in on Malcolm Brogdon, that I can tell you. Uh, but they did have genuine interest in Tyus, genuine interest in, in DeJounte Murray. So, I mean, if you had brought in either of those two, D'Angelo was going to go out. So, I mean, they certainly kicked around ideas where D'Angelo was not going to be here. But at this point, I see D'Angelo here. I think D'Angelo trip, if you look at his last year with the Brooklyn Nets, a contract year, he was uber motivated. You can make a case that's his best year in the NBA. Like, he's going to be motivated, right? I mean, he's still young enough where he can hit the jackpot, whether it's here or elsewhere next summer. So I really – I would not be overly concerned about about the Gobert-D'Angelo-Russell dynamic. Okay. I think uh, I think I just have one more, too, for you, Doogie, real quick. Uh. So this morning I go from thinking, you know, Wendell Bourne Jr. is not going to get much playing time to now he's potentially getting some playing time. 
because they just shook up the roster big time here. Uh, what is the, since we traded so many players away in the deal, we have roster spaces open right now. What do, what do the next moves look like for the Wolves? Yeah, I mean, I don't know the exact order, Evan. I can tell you Frank Kaminsky is on their radar. And I know that's not going to excite a lot of Wolves fans, but if he's your 12th or 13th man, is it that bad? You know, so that's one name. Mm-hmm. They've kicked the tires on a reunion with Gorgie Jang. So huh. that's another name. They certainly have interest in Caleb and Cody Martin. Now you have the roster space for yeah. Caleb and Cody Martin. So I would keep an eye on the Martin twins. They definitely have talked to, to the agent. He represents both of them. So I would definitely keep an eye on, on the Martin twins, what takes place with those two. I would not be shocked if, if maybe that's the next move. But there is some interest in both those big men. I'm sure maybe there's some other big men as well. I still think Josh Minot ultimately signs a two-way deal. But if he impresses you in, in Vegas, you know, would you contemplate giving him a standard deal? Because now you have that roster space. So I guess that's something else to keep an eye on. But I still predict a, a two-way contract for Josh Minot. Yeah, I mean, you know, Wendell may play a little bit, Evan. But, hey, they still have off the bench. So we're looking at a starting lineup of D'Angelo. So what's what's the starting lineup right now? D'Lo, Ant, Jaden, Cat, and yes. Gobert. Okay, and so Gobert. you've got Noel, Kyle Anderson, Torian Prince, Jordan McLaughlin, mm-hmm. Nas Reed off the bench. That's not horrible. That's not horrible by any stretch. No. Right? And, you know, like, maybe I'm overrating Jalen Noel. I may be proven wrong on this, just like I was proven wrong on actually thinking Gobert would land here, even though, again, I knew the interest was incredibly genuine, led by Del Demps, who's now in the Wolves' front office, worked with Tim Connolly in New Orleans. Del Demps most recently was an assistant coach in Utah. So Del Demps has the book on Rudy Gobert. He, in large part, drove this bus, or at least, hey, Tim, like, you can trust this guy. Like, this is a guy we really, really need, we really, really want, mm-hmm. right? So, like, Del Demps certainly had had the book on, on Rudy Gobert. Mm-hmm. But, like, they have – they have guys, right? Like that bench isn't all that bad, right? You know, like Jalen Noel, I'm telling you, like, I don't think today you would rather have Tyler Hero. I get it. Today you would rather have Jordan Poole. I get it. I'm not debating that. But like, I really don't think given an opportunity, more of an opportunity, I truly don't think Jalen Noel is that far off from the reigning sixth man of the year. I really don't. Wow. I'm wrong on that. I, I seriously, two years from now, you guys may be throwing this in my face. Jalen Noel may bust out. And, I'll admit my bias. Like Jalen Noel was nice enough to come to my son's basketball practice Valentine's day. Now granted his, his significant other wasn't here in town, Mm -hmm. but still like he had a free night, Valentine's day night, mid February. And how did he spend his free night? They didn't have a game. They were, they were off that night here in town. They had practiced earlier in the day, but like Jalen Noel came over to my son's basketball practice. Not only did he come over, he spent an hour and a half at my son's basketball. practice. I admit, I am biased on Jalen Noel because as a human being, they don't make them better than that kid. But I also truly believe he can play on the floor. I do. And yep. so, like, I'm looking forward to him having having way more an opportunity. But you're right, Trip. I mean, the starting lineup now is Ann at the two, uh, Jaden at the three, Cat at the four, Gobert at the five. I love it. I appreciate your time. And, yeah, I remember that story. I remember you telling that story a few months ago. I think you said he spent, like, an hour signing autographs, didn't turn a single one away. Which Nope. I love now, that. Not only did he sign an autograph for every kid. I mean, every kid came back for a second or third autograph. Like, <laughs> oh, I now need to get my shoe signed. Oh, <laughs> get a picture. Mom, can you take a picture? Like, he it. he didn't turn down anybody. <laughs> like, the gym was full, too. There were probably 40 kids in the gym. 
I love it. He took care of every single one of them. He was not looking at his watch, nothing like that. Uh, And he couldn't find the parking lot either. So, like, I had to navigate him to find the parking lot. So, like, you know, another person in his shoes would have said, you know what? F this, right? Like, I can't find the parking lot. I'm leaving. You know, so be it. Like, he hung with me. He said, I'm going to find you. And so, you know, after a little bit, he finally found the parking lot and he came in and, you know, he was A+. plus. But I'm just telling you, on the court, that kid can play. I agree. I remember, I'll never forget it as we're wrapping up here. I'll never forget six months ago, I had you on a live. Jalen wasn't in the rotation. I said to you, Doogie, why don't we just extend this guy at 12 to 14 million bucks a year? That might be smart a year from now because he might get a lot more than that if we think he is 90% of the player that I think both you and I agree that he is. Well, he's going to have an opportunity to make a lot of money next season. The Wolves did not contemplate, you know, turning down the the option, ripping that up, then signing him to a long-term deal. Like, that never entered into their realm of thinking. Maybe they kicked it around in a tiny conversation. But, like, they never came close to ripping up that team option and signing him to a longer-term deal. So, it's now on Jalen to prove himself next season and put himself in a position next June 30th, July 1st, to hit the uh, hit the jackpot. Very confident he'll do that. Doogie, appreciate your time, everyone. Make sure you listen to the Scoop podcast. Obviously, rate it on, you know, leave a review, like, share, subscribe, all that. Uh, check them out with Mackie and Judd Tuesday and Thursday. Reckless speculation, one of my favorite days of the week. Doogie, I'm sure you've got a long night ahead. I hope uh, Tim Conley's not the only one pouring some champagne. And you are as well, just for fun, not because you actually care that they traded for Gobert, but it's going to make your job a lot more fun. Um, follow him on Twitter, at DWolfsonKSTP. Uh, certainly speak for Evan and I and say we really appreciate you, appreciate Trip, you taking I appreciate it. Would you believe, Trip? I got talked into. This was four hours ago before all this news broke, and I can't get out of it. Uh, because my wife bought the movie tickets. My boys want to see the new Minions movie. Oh, that'll, oh God. Let them take, take oh, you're a couple of I literally can't get out of it. So from 7 o'clock until <laughs> however long that movie goes, I'm going to be stuck in a movie theater. Well, I think they sell alcohol now at theaters, but certainly it, take a couple aspirin. Yeah, no, we're going. that movie will give you a headache. Yep, you got it. We are going to a theater that 100% sells alcohol, so that's my saving grace. <laughs> there you go. I'm sure it's $30, but enjoy. <laughs> I didn't even ask. The wife says she had to pay a little bit more for VIP seating. I said, as long as they have alcohol, we're good. (laughs) Thanks, Doogie. Appreciate you. Thank you, Doogie. Have a great fourth. See ya. You too.